Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Your Podcast Strategist Show. I mean, I guess welcome back if you've listened before. And hi, if you haven't. (laughs) This is Kayla. I am your host and your chief podcast strategist at Your Podcast Strategist Show. I'm trying something different today. So normally I record on Riverside. Normally, lately, I've been planning out my episodes really well, but I have had the most struggleific time. Yes, I'm making up new words. It's been a struggle to get stuff recorded. I didn't get an episode recorded for for last week, which is really upsetting because I have things to say. I have things to tell y'all. I have things to share. But summer, man, if you haven't already, go back to my summer episode. It's a little too late now, but we all need to like put it in our calendars. Starting April 30th, (laughs) we need to be planning for summer or even sooner than that. Anyways, None of that has anything to do with what I am going to be doing today, but normally I record in Riverside. Today, I just decided to hop into Audacity, hit the record button, see what happens. Oftentimes, I'm like way more comfortable recording in Audacity because there's just something about not being able to see yourself. And I often will tell my clients, which this has nothing to do with my podcast topic. Maybe I should just change my podcast topic, but I often will tell my clients like record where you're comfortable. If you're going to use video, like if you plan to use video in your marketing, then go ahead and record with video in mind. But if you don't, then record in whatever makes the most sense and makes you most comfortable to do so. And I need to take my own advice because I love Riverside, but I never dress up for these things. Like I'm never going to use any of those videos in my marketing. Why? Because I'm oftentimes like in a closet hiding from my four children when I do these recordings. (laughs) And so like, you don't want to see clothes hanging all over me as I'm telling you all the things. So I think I just need to take my own advice. And you know what? I think I'm going to switch my podcast topic for today. And it's going to be taking your own advice as a business owner. Like it's very important to make sure that the things that you're telling people to do, you're also doing yourself. And I know, I know it's easier to say, you know, do as I say, not as I do. But when it comes down to it, your business will be significantly better for it if you're using your own strategies. And so I want to have a conversation about that. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Your Podcast Strategist Show. I'm your host, Kayla Wells. I'm a podcast manager and strategist working with award-winning professionals and entrepreneurs who are creating businesses that change the world. Get ready to learn everything you need to know to start podcasting today, along with all the encouragement you need to stay on track. I love podcasting, but I love creating sustainable marketing and content machines that support your business and life even more. It's time to take the weight out of your marketing efforts. Ready to go? Great. Grab your favorite note-taking tools and let's do this. All right, so there is a lot of construction work happening. I don't know that you'll be able to hear it when I'm on calls. People constantly tell me that they can't even hear my kids screaming in the background. So here's hoping that that continues. But there is some, I don't know, plumbing work or something. The city is out here. There are backhoes. There are things happening today. And so it gets a little loud randomly. And so if you hear that in the background, I just apologize for it in advance. But I really do. I want to dig into this topic of using your own strategies in your business and in a lot of ways using your business, you know, as your own guinea pig. But for instance, you know, I fully believe that you should use your podcast as your content pillar, right? You all the content that you put out during the week, with the exception of, you know, 
promotional things. And even then your podcast should be involved, but with the exception of your promotional things, with the exception of maybe like your stories and stuff like that. And even then you can incorporate your podcast. If you're trying to like truly make your podcast, your source of content, then you should then be using your podcast to create that content. And I've talked many, many times about using programs like cap show, which thanks y'all cap show. The team gave me a review on the podcast. I've had several people give me reviews on the podcast and they all happened like right when I was launching and I wasn't sure if I was going to get more. So I didn't want to like start a practice of like reading out reviews. So I'm not going to read it out. I'm just going to like highlight for all of y'all who have given us ratings and reviews on this podcast. And I do say us because I record, but I'm not doing the editing and things like that on my podcast. I don't know about y'all, but I don't like hearing my own voice. It's just, it's just the thing. But for everybody who has given me a review, given us a review, I really, really appreciate it. So that's a whole other topic of conversation about how reviews and stuff really do help your podcast. And I go back and forth on whether or not I think their, their value depends. That's <laughs> like I say with everything else, it depends, but that's not the co- topic of this conversation. So I create these podcasts and then I'm constantly like creating separate posts for like social media and things like that, which to be fair, I'm not the most social person. I talk about that all the time. I have somebody who's helping me with that. And, you know, we post and everything and I'm like, sometimes I get really good podcast ideas off of it, but sometimes I'm like, this feels like I'm doing double work. And I fully believe, fully believe that your podcast should create all of that content for you. Not, not literally like you're not going to sit there and take your transcript and be like, copy paste. Okay. My con my, my social caption is done. Obviously it's going to need some tweaking, but there shouldn't be a ton of tweaking. You're not like recreating the wheel, thinking of brand new things to put on your social when you have a podcast, because you should be able to, even if you don't point back to your podcast, you should be able to use the content that you're creating to create those social posts. Same thing for like your videos. If you're using video marketing in any way, shape or form, and you're recording with video in mind, even if you don't have a YouTube channel right now, you should be able to pull clips from your videos that you've created so that you can create video content. You can use your podcast recordings as B-roll. You can, I mean, there's, I don't know if I would use it for B-roll actually. In fact, I just found out what B-roll is. You see, I'm not the most like, I'm not the savviest social person, but I do believe that there are things that I need to be doing in my own business. So this is me holding myself accountable that I need to practice what I preach. I need to start using my content for my podcast. Like I said, even if I don't point back to the podcast, which why would you not? But if you don't want to, if that's not the point of creating your content, if you already, if you're not trying to get more listeners, in fact, you're using your podcast as a true content creation machine, then you don't always have to point back to your podcast. While growth is great, that's not the goal of every podcast. That's not the purpose of every podcast. And so there's no reason to always have to link back to your your podcast, especially if you've got really good, you know, like one-liners about business in general, or you have guests that are coming on that are sharing really, really inspirational quotes. You don't necessarily have to point back to your podcast episode. You can use that in in perpetuity. That word is so hard sometimes, guys. In perpetuity, on and on throughout your socials without having to always point back to your your podcast. You can sometimes just use those clips to promote your business, to build engagement and things like that. And you should be. And again, I'm just going to reiterate this. I know I've talked about this a lot of times, and I can't remember if I've done it here on my podcast or if I've done it on other podcasts, but I fully believe that you should 
use your podcast content over time. I have talked about it here. I have. And that is something that I personally have not been doing so far. This is episode 28 of the podcast. I've been doing the podcast for over a year. I know there was a gap. Life be lifing sometimes. But I haven't fully like stepped into using that content to build out my other platforms. And that is going to be my goal going into the last half of the year. Yes, I'm going to be creating new podcast episodes. That's not in question. But I really want to lean into my old podcast episodes to pull that content down and use that in more ways. And that is what I'm going to be holding myself accountable to. The same thing can be said for whenever you are sharing actual strategies, like growth strategies in your business. Have you tried them or are you parroting someone else's strategy? Because if you haven't tried it in your own business, then it's really hard to figure out those nitty gritty tweaks that you're doing for your clients or for your customers because you don't know what to look for. So it's really, really important to make sure that you are using your strategies for you so that you know how to tweak them for your clients and customers. And I just feel really strongly about this. I will say there have been plenty of times that I've wanted to try strategies that I've heard from other people for marketing purposes, content creation, building out like a plan for a content cycle, building out a plan for courses and things like that. There are definitely strategies that I've seen other people use and then wanted to use them in my business. And I'm getting to a point now where I actually want to do that. But when it comes to podcasting, I'm learning from all the people in the industry. Podcasting is changing day after day after day. But I like to take what other people are doing and knowing my clients the way that I know my clients, I like to then tweak those strategies for them. For instance, just because podcaster A is killing it on YouTube, killing it with shorts, killing it with short form video, killing it with all of the engagement and they're finding huge growth on YouTube and perhaps they're, well, in this example, perhaps they're growing their podcast as well, does not mean that every single one of my clients needs to start a YouTube channel. You know what I mean? Like we might consider it, we might take aspects of what they're doing so that for instance, if they're creating video content, but they're like, I don't really want the lift of having a YouTube channel and a podcast because the two are not the same. They're not. It's two different strategies. You cannot point people to YouTube and to a podcast player and expect for them to listen in both places. They're not going to do it. Now you do have YouTube listeners and you do have podcast player listeners, but they're often not the same people. Or Another thing that happens is that you have some podcasts that you listen to on YouTube and you have some podcasts that you listen to on X player and you have some podcasts that you listen to on Y player, right? But that's not like an across the board thing. That's a me thing. I don't know about y'all, but I literally have like Spotify has a group of podcasts. Apple podcast has a group of podcasts. I'm subscribed to both on the ones that I really, really, really want to listen to just in case I pick up the wrong player that day. And then on YouTube, I listened or I will watch clips of episodes occasionally. And then oftentimes, rather than staying on the YouTube platform, I will go and find that podcast on a podcast player. But I'm not ever really on YouTube to find podcasts. That's a me thing. YouTube is growing. It's got a huge growth curve for podcasts. And now that they've implemented the fact that you can mark your podcast on YouTube as a podcast, it's going to grow even more. And 
the searchability of your podcast is going to be extremely high. But that still doesn't mean that you need to be on YouTube if you hate creating video content. It doesn't mean that you have to create a YouTube channel and have all of your podcasts and video there as well with beautiful thumbnails and all of the things if you don't intend to promote your YouTube channel. I hope you see where I'm going with this. So that's what I say. Like there are all these strategies that you hear about. And then I take what I'm doing with my clients and we might test bits and pieces, but I'm not ever just taking someone's strategy and saying, here we go, slapped it on. This is exactly how we're doing it because it worked for this person. And I keep seeing this conversation in marketing in general. You know, there's so much about the coaching space that has been, eh, what's the word? Like opened up, revealed in general, where there's so much, I'm going to call it bad faith marketing. This is probably not the right term. Like I don't have a marketing degree. Please don't at me. I promise I'm not trying to make this one hard, but I would call it bad faith marketing. If you were to say that, say something along the lines of my way is the only way. And for a long time in coaching, my way is the only way was the way to get clients. But now as we start opening up into a more inclusive environment for marketing and really honestly, like I feel like in a lot of spaces in the online world, we're stepping away from fear. We're stepping not too far away from pain. You can't get too far away from pain. We all have things in our lives that we want to find solutions to. And that is the goal of marketing, presenting a solution to a problem which is in fact causing enough pain that the person wants to find your solution, you know? And so, but we're stepping away from that, like fear mongering, pain building language. And so like, that's where I I try to lean into your strategies should be altered to fit your business and then always be testing, right? Like just, just because one strategy works one year does not mean it's going to continue to work year after year should always be testing, always be reviewing. And these are all things that I, like I said, I'm starting to implement in my own business as I talk about this because it really makes a huge difference. And maybe this has just been a circular conversation. I have those every once in a while, but you know, you just get on a topic and it's like, whoops, that was not the episode I intended to come out of my mouth. If I have any author friends that are listening to this, it's kind of like when you've created a character that goes rogue, A lot of author friends tell me about this, that they'll write a character, they expect the character to be one way, and then as they're writing, this character completely evolves into something vastly different than the original idea or concept that this character was meant to hold. It's kind of like that. Podcast episodes be like that sometimes. (laughs) But I do. I feel like it's very important to have that conversation every once in a while and just bring it back up. Like, Implement strategies in your business so that you can tweak them for your clients so that you know what to look for. You know where like the linchpin of the strategy is like this piece can't change or else it's truly a different strategy. So like I said, I know this went a little bit awry. Um, That's what happens when I go into audacity instead of Riverside. I'm telling you, I get into audacity and I'm like, I'm just going to talk. I'm just going to like record and talk for a little bit and something's going to come out that's going to help y'all. In this case, I truly believe that you need to practice what you preach in business, not just strategically, but this is where your, again, your values and your mission and your vision all come into play because you can't have a value of integrity and then turn around and say, I'm going to use untested strategies on your show. Now, 
That is not to say that you can't have a discussion with your client and say, I have not tested this before, but I think it would be a good strategy for your show. Here's why. Here's how I would tweak it for you. And here's how I think we should implement it. That is a whole other conversation than just saying, I think we should do this because blah, 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 and make it seem as if you've done it in the past. You see what I mean? There's like, that's a different conversation, but I fully believe you can't have a core value of integrity and then come at your clients without that integrity and having that upfront conversation of this is why I want to test this thing, which I feel like you should be having those conversations anyways, especially if you're in a marketing position, like you need to have a reason why you want to test something because I mean, when it comes down to it, if you've never tried something, then you don't have the data on it in the first place, which means you need to have that conversation of this is this is this could potentially flop. We don't have any data to support that this would work. But if it worked, this is what I project. You know, this, you know, and this is the things that we need to look at. These are the things that can change and having a plan going into it. So again, practice what you preach in business. Make sure that what you're doing fits in with your values, your mission, your vision, all of the things that you're trying to relay to the world as you're creating content and as you're building out your brand and as you're doing the things, and then make sure to bring that back to your podcast. Same thing with having people on your show. Like you don't have people on your show just to have them on your show. They need to be a good fit for your audience. All right. So that's my two cents for today. Practice what you preach with your show. Practice what you preach with your business and make sure that you are sharing and testing out strategies within your own business where it makes sense. Again, not every strategy is going to work for every business. And you may have heard about something that would, would truly work for your client. But like I said, you just need to come at that with a lot of integrity and let them know that it's untried in your business, untried in your experience. This is the experience of someone else. So yeah, I just... I don't know why that came to me today, but I just felt like I needed to share it. Our next episode is going to be the effect of AI on podcasting. I know that that's been coming up a lot lately. Skynet's real, y'all. You'll probably hear that again on the next one, but (laughs) I'm in a goofy mood. I'm in a goofy mood today. So this is what you got. Until the next one, I do still have the podcast audit checklist up and available. If you go to www.com, kwellscompanies.com, kwellscompanies.com backslash audit. You can find it there. If you are looking to dig into your numbers, get that data for your own podcast so that you can continue to move forward with good information on creating your content, releasing episodes, length of episodes, all of the things that you really need to know so that you can give your listeners what they want, then I recommend you go over there and get it. It's www.kwellscompanies.com backslash audit. And until the next time, I would love it if you love this podcast episode and all my goofy craziness, because we know there's a lot of that today. Go ahead and give me a rating and review. Like I said, I would love to get to a point where I can like actually read them out. I did get super excited about Capshow, Team Capshow giving me a review as well. I super appreciate it. I super appreciate all of you have who have reviewed the show. So many kind words, and I just, I can't tell you how much it means. It really is so much fun to read them. I don't think I realized when I started the show how much fun it would be to get reviews and to see them and be able to read them and like understand that you truly are making an impact. So the review conversation is for a whole other episode, but I really do. It's it's so much fun to see 
that people really are listening. So if you really are listening and would like to give me a review, I would love to see it and read it. It really does just warm my heart and I appreciate you. I hope you have an amazing Friday. So sorry for skipping a week, y'all, but here we are. And hey, it is, if you're listening to this in real time, this is technically 4th of July weekend. So I hope you'll have a wonderful, safe weekend and I will see you on the next one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Love the episode? If so, I'd truly appreciate you leaving me some stars and some words. Or, you know, those ratings and reviews we all talk about. Want to immerse yourself in the podcast world? Head over to Facebook or Instagram and follow me at Quell's Podcast Services. That's K-W-E-L-L-S Podcast Services.